I've spent a lot of time thinking about what the future will look like. I know the future is going to be different. The future is going to be changed. It's not like this is going to end and everything is going to go back to normal or whatever normal was. It's going to be different. And so spend some time imagining the future and imagining the role that you can play in the future. Episode 230, Eight Ways to Find Hope During Times of Despair. You're listening to The Game Changers with Jason Jennings. Leadership lessons in speed, productivity, growth, innovation, and reinvention. Now, here's worldwide best-selling author and speaker, Jason Jennings, and your host, Dale Dixon. With more than 3 million listens and downloads and growing every episode, this is The Game Changers with Jason Jennings. New York Times, Wall Street Journal, and USA Today best-selling author of eight books on leadership, growth, innovation, speed, and reinvention, the podcast dedicated to leading highly principled people to their full potential. Hello, Jason. It is good to be with you remotely. Uh, Dale, it is great to be with you. Uh, why don't you uh, take a couple of minutes and uh, uh, tell the listeners uh, the event we did this week? Oh, it was amazing. Uh, so Jason agreed to host uh, a, and be a webinar for small businesses all over the United States through Better Business Bureau. And uh, I tell you what, audience, he nailed it out of the ballpark. It was so cool. Um, he took the one of the episodes that we've done recently on leading through a crisis and, um, and made it uh, real and even more real for our audience of, of accredited businesses in the Better Business Bureau. So we've made it available publicly. You can go on and watch the video. Uh, just do a YouTube search for BBB Northwest Pacific on YouTube, and you'll see the video of Jason Jennings leading in crisis, and it is fantastic. So thank you for and that. I ha- yeah, you're very welcome. And I have to tell you the comment I heard at home. Uh, so that evening after we had uh, done it live and uh, uh, and it was posted right away, I thought, well, I, I want to watch my work. Uh, I generally like to do that and kind of be critical. And uh, and I thought it was really, really good. I was very pleased with myself. But the comment here at the house was, you know, Dale is Dale's actually better than you are. <laughs> Not true. He's you're just being kept humble. That's it. You're just That's being all. kept humble. That's all. Okay. Anyway, that was the comment here at the house. Okay. So um, one of the points of conversation that you and I have had in the past week is this amazing photograph that is uh, on the email that's going out with this podcast this week. And tell the story of this picture that is, and for those of you listening, I will paint, it's a rainbow. It is an amazing rainbow, but Jason took the picture. Yeah, so here's the story. Um, On uh, Wednesday of this week, uh, I very seldom have a bad day. I I very seldom get down, but I was feeling the weight of being self-quarantined for a couple of weeks. I'm worried like everybody else is worried, and uh, I thought, you know what, mid-afternoon, I thought, I'm, I'm not going to feel this way. I, I've got to shake it off. So I decided to do uh, 45 minutes of intervals on the treadmill. And, uh, and that felt really, really good. And uh, so exercise is key for all of us. And uh, so I, I, I finished my 45 minutes. I, I wiped down the treadmill. And uh, our treadmill room is off the garage. And so I, I walked through the garage. And then you go through our greenhouse and then into the family room. And as I was walking through the greenhouse, I looked over into the hills and there was the most stunning double rainbow I've ever seen in my life. Uh, it was just amazing. And I thought, 
damn, rainbows don't photograph very well. But I grabbed my iPhone and I took this picture. And then I went to my photos and I looked at them and wow, I captured it. And uh, this rainbow started the left on the horizon and ended on the right on the horizon and ended right at the small little church uh, called St. Hilary's Church, which has really uh, uh, been what? The beacon of my little village of Tiburon since the founding of the town a long, 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 long time ago. And I will tell you, I have found a lot of hope in that picture. I went, is this a sign? Is somebody sending me a sign? Is this where the hope is? What's in the pot of gold at the end? And so I decided to use that. I thought it was fitting for the topic we're going to discuss uh, with uh, all the emails going out and every place. So, and I'm, I'm now seeing my rainbow picture all over the place. So that's pretty cool. That is. It is. It's a cool picture. So uh, jump on Jason's Facebook page. You'll see it and uh, and find it there. Also, be sure you're subscribed for that email list. You can do it through jason-jennings.com. So a quick story for you, Jason, that's going to tee us up for today. I've been sensing a lot of anxiety in our team, and we have been, as a leadership team working at BBB, been working to help relieve that. And so this week, I, we had the idea that we're going to start a just a 10-minute-a-day guided meditation for the team. About midday, everybody yep. can take a 10-minute break and go through this. As uh, we wrapped up the first one, I just started getting email after email from people saying, thank you. Uh, thank you so much for this. And it is what we're dealing with right now. A lot of people feeling very anxious. They're nervous. They feel threatened by the unknown of COVID-19. There's depression that we're dealing with, and it's very, very real for a lot of people. So today, you wanted to talk about finding hope in times of despair, a perfect topic for for the times in which we live. Uh, I think it is. Uh, so I, I, I sat down uh, the other day and uh, because I always want to find hope uh, in times of uncertainty and times of despair. And I just started making a list. Uh, I grabbed one of my yellow pads and one of my Sharpies and I just start making notes as I want to do all the time. And so this will be an imperfect list, uh, but it is my list. The eight things that you can do uh, to find hope when you're feeling depressed, when you're feeling down, I mean, when you're feeling in the dumpster. And so let me jump in and begin. Uh, the first thing I wrote down in my list, Dale, is uh, during times of despair, during dark times, during times of uncertainty, one of the things that I've always turned to is my purpose and my goals and evaluating them, reevaluating them. Uh, are do they still make sense? Uh, is it still what I want to do? Is it still what I want to achieve? And I actually got lost in a several hour exercise this week. Uh, my purpose will, will always be my purpose. Uh, but you know what? I, I've, I've decided to build some loftier goals. As, as you're aware, I, uh, just, uh, the, the contract is signed. So I can now say that I've moved from Penguin Random House to John Wiley and Sons. Uh, and I, uh, work on my first book for them. And I have decided that, uh, I've had some, some good successes with my books, but I've decided this is going to be the biggest book I ever do. And so I, 
I did this several hour exercise where I just got lost, uh, thinking about my purpose and my goals. Um, and when you're doing that, you won't be thinking, uh, about the uncertainty. Uh, you won't be obsessing about, uh, the latest news out of Washington DC or New York or the latest numbers about the virus. So it's a, it's a great time to evaluate your purpose and your goals. And, and I would say make them as lofty and big as you possibly can. Uh, number two, uh, allow yourself to be overwhelmed with gratitude for what you have. Uh, and at our house, every day, uh, we allow some time to talk about very happy memories and milestones, whether it was that first trip uh, into China and down the Yangtze River uh, more than, I don't know, 30, 34 years ago as China was just beginning to open its doors a little tiny bit. Uh, Take some time to talk about and share some happy memories and milestones, but then don't stop there because then you're only living in the past. But then also begin making some future plans and uh, work on your bucket list. Uh, really make a list of the things that you still hope to accomplish and the things you hope to get done. And uh, I'm doing that and I take great solace uh, uh, in, in doing that. And I believe that uh, everybody will too. Number three. Um, this is a, a tough one for some people, I think, um, uh, accept your constraints willingly. So the bottom line is I'm over 60. So guess what? I'm at risk. So what am I doing? I'm self isolating and I am doing so willingly. I've talked to some people who say they're going crazy. Uh, well, you know what? You're, you can't go crazy because then you're no good for anybody. And so just accept whatever constraints there are willingly. Uh, number four, believe there will be a better future uh, because there, there, there will be. Um, but I have to tell you, I, I mentioned this at the top of the show. Yesterday, we went for a short drive, and you will not believe what we saw. Uh, nobody was social distancing. Nobody. Saw uh, hundreds and hundreds of people on bike paths and trails, and nobody was social distancing. Well, you know what? I want to have a, a better future and uh, people really have to be responsible for themselves. Everybody has to act like they have the virus. But uh, I've spent a lot of time thinking about what the future will look like. I know the future is going to be different. The future is going to be changed. It's not like this is going to end and everything is going to go back to normal um, or whatever normal was. It's going to be different. And so spend some time imagining the future and imagining the role that you can play in the future. Uh, number five, and I've been thinking about this a lot too. And if you're getting down, you just have to stop in your tracks and say this to yourself. We are all in this together. Uh, you are not the only one frightened about the virus. You are not the only one frightened that you might get it. Your family is not the only family at risk. We are all in this together. And I take great comfort when I realize that it's it's not me just facing this threat. It is all of us together, realizing that we are not alone. And number six, I, I don't know if you're familiar with this. A anytime I ask you a question about a book or an author or a concept or something, you always nail it. So you probably know about this one too. Uh, but don't have any more zero days. There's, there's this whole movement on the internet that's existed, I think, for a couple of years about no more zero days. And what is a zero day? A zero day is when nothing gets done. And so if you're thinking about uh, here, here, here's the example. If you're thinking about doing push-ups and decide, ah, I don't want to do push-ups, do one, do one. 
if you're thinking, uh, I should go for a hike because it'd be the healthy thing to do. Uh, I don't want to walk one block. Uh, if you're supposed to be doing a report and you don't feel like doing a report because you're just too bummed out, write one paragraph. If you're thinking about calling somebody, call one person. Uh, no more zero days. Just ban zero days from your life. Uh, because having a lot of zero days leads to depression. Number seven. I shared this with you when we were doing the, uh, our, our event the other day. This had a profound impact on me. Uh, a, a week ago, I was uh, making uh, uh, the once a week grocery run, being very, very careful. And it was a large grocery run because as you and I have talked, up until now, I, I don't know what it is in other countries, but I, 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 I would guess it's pretty similar to the U.S. Um, the food dollar in the United States is 50-50. 50 percent of food is consumed at home and 50 percent of food is consumed in restaurants. Uh, it's, it's been 50-50 for a number of years. Well, think about this. With restaurants closed and they're not doing a big, huge, booming job in takeout and takeaway and delivery, uh, most restaurants I've talked to are doing about 15, maybe 20 percent of what they were previously doing. Um, that's So it's not that people are hoarding in grocery stores. It's people are buying food who have never purchased food before because they don't have any because they spend all of their money on the out-of-home food dollar. So I was doing the once a week food run, taking all the precautions in the world, including wearing gloves. And uh, so I had a big basket filled with stuff. And uh, so I'm, I'm in line. I was six feet away from everybody else. I come up uh, to the cashier and the cashier was, and I got to paint a picture, uh, big guy, uh, six, two, six, three muscles, um, uh, kind of looking like he could have been a hell's angel at, at one time in his life. Lots of tattoos, lots of tattoos. And uh, so we were chatting a little bit. I was trying to stay three, four feet away from him, but we were chatting a little bit. And so finally, when he had finished ringing up the groceries, uh, I looked at him and said, I really want to thank you for being of service to your country. I really want to thank you for being here and doing what you've done for me and for everybody else. And I understand you're putting yourself in harm's way, and I will be thinking about you. And this guy started to cry. He started to cry. And then he said something that made me very sad. He said, you're the first person who's ever said thank you. Uh, look, if you want to find some hope in times of despair, say thank you to everybody you encounter on the front lines and be amazed at their courage to serve let them know. And this wonderful sense of karma comes back at you immediately. So if you want to find some hope, thank others. And then number eight for me, and we've historically, you and I've now done 229 episodes. And uh, uh, I, I, I know you go to church someplace. You know, I go to church someplace. And we've never talked about religion. So I, I really don't talk about religion. Um, but I, I will say this. Number eight for me is... Uh, I have to believe in something greater than myself. Uh, I take great comfort in believing in something greater than me and regularly being filled with gratitude for my existence. So um, those are the eight things that I came up with that I am doing to find hope in times of despair. As I said at the beginning, it's an incomplete list. 
Uh, maybe if you've got some other things that you are doing to find hope in times of despair, people can send them to me. People can email me. I will do another episode. But uh, those are the things that I am doing to find hope. Mm. I love it. I absolutely love it. So um, I'll just go through the list real quick. And and as you were going through those, I was flooded with memories of conversations that I've had in the last week as I've called those folks out of the blue and just to say, hey, how are you doing? And to hear their stories and uh, examples that we've experienced along the way. So number one, evaluate your purpose and your goals. We spend a lot of time on this podcast talking about purpose. This is why. Because when it gets to be the hard time, when you have a clear, defined purpose and goals laid out, it makes life so much easier. Allow yourself to be overwhelmed with gratitude and and look for it every day. Talk about memories, milestones, and make future plans. This uh, this analogy comes to mind. You know, I like to ride motorcycles. Yep. There's and I ride motorcycles on on dirt roads up in the mountains. And there's this rule that you never look at the rock in the road when you're on a motorcycle or a bicycle because you automatically go where your eyes go and you don't want to hit the rock. Right. So you're always looking at where you want to go. And when, and you find what you look for and you hit what you look for. So if you're looking for the negative, if you are consuming news, you know, 18 hours a day, um, you're going to see the negative and you'll be conditioned to only look for the negative. Stay informed, definitely, but you've got to keep looking for the positive and looking for things to be grateful for because that's what you'll hit. And that's what we need to hit to maintain sanity. We need to find those things that make us make us happy. So thanks for that reminder. Uh, number f- number three, accept your constraints. And you're right, this is a tough one to do for all of us, but we all have constraints. Number four, believe there's going to be a better future and and work toward that future that you believe is going to happen. We create the future, plain and simple. We create the future. At number five, I think this one's so important because this is some of the best advice that I've received. When you're going through a hard time, ask yourself, am I the only person who's ever experienced this? Right. And in this case, no, we are definitely all in this together. Number six, don't have any more zero days. I haven't heard of this one. Um, oh, you haven't? Yeah. yeah. I, I, I limit my social media. So um, this was a new one for me. But when you talk about, you know, do just one push up, walk one block. When I force myself to go out and do just that, the small yep. thing, once yep. I get into it, I'm like, I'm out. Why don't I just do a two mile walk? I don't exactly. Just go around the block. Exactly. But, but, but it starts with one push up, one block one paragraph, calling one person, just have no more zero days. Love it. Number seven, say thank you to people on the front lines. I've made a habit of doing this and you're right to see them light up. I haven't any seen anybody break down into tears, but I don't think that um, where I'm at, we're dealing with the severity of what you're dealing with. Right. Uh, at, but um, you definitely see people light up. Nobody has ever said, oh, I get thanked way too much for what I do. No, no, no. <laughs> Uh, number eight, believe in something greater than yourself. And, and you said it so eloquently and perfectly, and, and that's right where I'm at. So thank you for that. Um, I've, 
you know, I like to say my spine's a little straighter, uh, and I'm I'm excited to take on the day after listening good. to that. And uh, good, good, great reminders. Any final words for us? I I, I, I do, and I went looking for um, for for the final word uh, segment. I I really count a lot on my memory and life's experiences and quotes I remember. But yesterday I, w- I wanted to go on a search. And so I, I, I did a lot of Google search. I searched for a couple of hours uh, for this one uh, to find quotes about finding hope in times of despair. And so I ended up reading a little bit about uh, a, a woman, Zoe Zetamata. She is the author of the Happiness in Your Life book series. And uh, this is a quote attributed to her. She says, uh, it is only in our darkest hours that we may discover the true strength of the brilliant light within ourselves that can never, never be dimmed. Fantastic. Remember that one for the week. Write that one down on a piece of paper and put it on your bathroom mirror and remember that. It's only in our darkest hours that we may discover the true strength of the brilliant light within ourselves that can never, ever be dimmed. Zoe Zantamata is the author, and the book is Happiness in Your Life. Is that correct? Uh, there's a whole series of books. Okay, and a so series of books. Happiness in Your Life, and it's a whole series. It's a series of about six books. She's very prolific. Awesome. Well, thank you for that, Jason. You have made our day and week. It's a voice of inspiration in these troubled times, and we appreciate it. Thank you for that. I will remind our listeners that while you are listening to this podcast, go ahead and uh, subscribe to this podcast in your favorite podcast player if you haven't done so already, so that when the new episode drops every week as it does, you will be the first to know. Also, be sure and rate and review the podcast. We definitely appreciate that. And you can find out more about Jason, his books, his work, what the impact that he's having at jason-jennings.com. Jason-jennings.com is the website address. And Jason Jennings is the author who USA Today has called one of the three most in-demand business speakers in the world. Learn how your group or company can have Jason keynote your next event. Visit the website, jason-jennings.com. This is the Game Changers, the podcast dedicated to leading highly principled people to their full potential. You've been listening to the Game Changers, leadership lessons in speed, productivity, growth, innovation, and reinvention with business thought leader, best-selling author, and keynote speaker, Jason Jennings. Read Jason's most recent New York Times bestseller, The Reinventors, and visit his website at jason-jennings.com.